Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And welcome to the Laney Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answers. Hi. It's been a while. Been we are so sorry. Long. It's been three weeks. Yes, life got in the way. Yeah. My hot water tank got in the way last week. And the yeah. Oscars, which is a fair. Yeah. Fair the Oscars tap out. first. <laughs> the Oscars first, then my hot water tank. We were supposed to podcast. And then, um, like, literally five minutes before you were supposed to come over, our hot water tank yeah. burst. Right. That was really hard on me. Yeah. Did you shower? <laughs> I offered up my shower. I don't want to tell you what I did. Ew. Did you do like wet wipe cleaning? No. Oh, what did you do? So I fully acknowledge that if there was a zombie apocalypse, I would be the first to die. <laughs> I am pathetic. Like I have no life skills. Okay. I have zero. I can't even camp. Like I can't camp when other people do the camping for me. Okay. I am really, really not self-sufficient. I am actually useless. So the hot water tank goes, and I have to shower three times a day. Like, we've established this. And when I can't have my showers and… And I can't, and I know what I have to do the next day. It's a day. hair wash thing. Do you wash your hair? It's, a body, it's a body wash thing. Wash. And otherwise, yeah. I get hives. I break out into hives. I get really itchy. I know I have a weird. Okay. It's whatever. And so, the next day, I knew I had to get up early. I had a meeting. I had a presentation. Like I was going bananas, mm-hmm. and I was such a stress case that Yasik was like, "Fine, you're done." He drove me to a hotel. You are lying. <laughs> what kind of diva shit is this? <laughs> and I was like, what okay, hotel? I'll Wait, stay- what hotel? Are we talking like Holiday Inn? Or did he, did you like demand Four Seasons? No. Don't lie. Where did you stay? I stayed at the Intercontinental. Okay, so that's still highbrow It's not like a Motel 8. Okay. But it is not like a Shangri-La. So you bought like a two-night stay at One night. Okay. One, it was also like… You are. Can I just? It was also. It happened at like six o'clock. Okay. Look. Okay. Happened at six p.m. It happened at six p.m. And by that point, it was a little bit too late to call our other friend to get the key to her place because she's out of town and her key is at her dog walkers. And then I was thinking about the next morning because I would need to go over to anybody's home. I offered my home at four thirty in the morning. I retract that offer Thank now. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. So it would be either you or Duanna and she like waking the, you guys up at 4.30 in the morning because I had to be work at work at 6. Okay, fair enough. So it was all of that. And then I was like, okay, for this one night, I'm just going to check in. The next day, because it was out for two days, the next day I stayed at home because we were able to get a key um, for somebody who was out of town. And therefore, I didn't have to disturb them at… 5.30, okay. 4.30 in the morning. So now do you kind of okay, understand? Fine. I am a spoiled brat. You are I a spoiled it. brat. Did you stay at the, like overnight at the Intercon or you just used their their showering facility? Oh, no, I stayed overnight. Okay. I stayed overnight. 
Okay. And did and, Yasik stay home? And please note that Yasik oh. was like, it was better for me. Like yeah. he actually happily because dropped you were me such off a freak. because I would have made things. I would have made his night was already bad, and he was dealing with a little bit of flooding and the dogs and whatnot. And if I were here, I would have just been like on the ground, right. crying. Needing. I didn't know you're so, so. This is again. This is such interesting dichotomy between you. You're so strong, but then you're so weak. I'm weak and flimsy sometimes. I'm fragile. Too. Yeah. I'm a fragile, but not person. At, not at the same time. Like you would have very little patience for someone um, who w- who was exhibiting somewhat of like a parallel weak situation. I would completely sympathize with the person who couldn't couldn't wash couldn't their hair. Sh- yes. Like, yes. Okay. But then, yeah, you're right. I would have no patience for somebody who was like, oh my God, I can't work like yes, three all-nighters. Jobs. Yeah. Three all-nighters in a row. I'd be like, fuck, suck it up. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, but it's the I injustice am, of yourself. Like yourself. I said, I will die <laughs> if something happens in, like if, you know, a virus takes over the world, I'm the first to go. To give up. Yasik, <laughs> I would say to Yasik, just leave me. Just leave me <laughs> and take the dogs and go. I can't keep up. Oh, that's so That's what would happen. And I would say to him, you see if you, could, you can find a way to survive because I know you'd be good at it, but don't let me, don't let me bring you down because okay. I would. I would okay, bring so anybody down. I would down. never, ever choose you as a partner and cry don't. for anything. No, like it, Amazing Race. You'd suck. Like Survivor Partner, oh, whatever. I'm, I would suck shit. Oh, well, now I really want you to like be in one of those shows. No, <laughs> I would love just, to I would see just you cry. Like, I know, this is great. And I'm not even a crier, but like I would just be so – like you should have seen his face. As he was driving away from me, there was relief. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, the double doors opened. I walked into the hotel. I was sadder to go into the hotel because I was still tense at that point. Like, I was still like, oh my God, the hot water tank. How long will it take to be fixed? And he was like, just fucking go. Yeah. Um, Anyway. (laughs) There you go. um, On that note, Mm -hmm. um, uh, (laughs) if we're talking about, I don't know, weird segues, but making the most of things, look at you. You are now an entrepreneur. Yes. Yes. A couple of weeks ago, I had the launch of my perfume line, Lost and Found. So it's very exciting. It's been like a really exciting time and like overwhelming. And um, as you know, when you start something new, how everything is just so… Like I thought that it was going to be kind of easy breezy. Oh my God, it's so intense. Everything that could possibly go wrong, that could possibly go wrong has gone wrong. But for some weird reason, I'm in like a totally different mind frame. Like it doesn't stress me out as much as I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to learn shit. Like… It's it's interesting that way. Like I'm learning a lot about being like my own boss, which is like a fucking dream. Yeah. So if this works out, um, I too will be like going to the intercontinental to like wash my hair. <laughs> you seem totally blissed out too, like since it's happened. Like it's a different kind of focus. Yeah. I think anything that you get to do that's like a passion after so many years of kind of feeling like, oh my God, what is there out there? And especially going through that time of when I was feeling like shit – um, and not feeling like there was a way out. And then when you finally find something and tap into it, it's awesome. And listen, if it fucking like doesn't work out a few years down the line, that's totally fine. The fact that I'm doing it is just exciting. Because I used to be a big dreamer. I used to like have the, these goals that I would accomplish. And then after a while, like when you're in your 30s and you have a job, you kind of, the, those things kind of get dulled down. And so the fact that I kind of feel like I've tapped into something is fun, is awesome. Now, is it something you're doing also with Corey? No. Okay. Um, I think if things pick up, 
I will give him the secrets to my ingredients yeah. and he will help me. But at this point, no, he's like actually like hands off. He really doesn't want to help me at all. And right now it's like a secret potion. Like you, do you guard it? Have you, you know, do you keep it locked away in a little treasure chest? No, but I should. I need to. And I need to make copies because I realize that I don't have them memorized. So if, if for some reason this ingredient list uh, goes sash. away, I know I'm fucked <laughs> But yeah, so… Like if your hot water tank yeah, goes exactly. and so, something floods… I know. Okay, so I got to do that tonight. When I get home, I'm going to say yes, fuck that shit. Like at least just take a picture of it with yes. your phone. I've done that. But like my phone, I drop all the time. That could break. But yes. Um, anyway, secret okay. potions and it's awesome. But you have breakup. Do you wear it? Be honest. I do wear it. Oh. And like Jordy wears it and she's obsessed with it and keeps telling people about it. Okay, breakup good. is my favorite. So we should say that there are four scents that yep. you've created. Breakup, um, Willow, Burn, and Ember. And my favorite is breakup. Yep. I just like that it's a dark word but smells so great. <laughs> yep. But it is… Breakup is the scent for like the spicier person. Yes. Yeah. It's like the person The black who, heart. The black heart. <laughs> but the… Yeah. A, a, the person who kind of wants to get their fuck on too. It's like my sexiest one. I could say that one's sexy, right? Like yeah. one that's m- m- more for sure. Yeah. So it's lost and found apothecary. Yes. Dot com. Yep. Um, check out Sasha's scents, yeah. four of them. Um, and they've gotten like really great write-ups yes. too. You've gotten good yeah. press. Yeah. And people have been very supportive, which has also been awesome too, not to be totally cheesy, but oh my God, there's been so many people, like, like specifically women, who have reached out and have been so helpful. And supportive. And then you kind of forget that. Like sometimes we can get so jaded. And um, I was really worried that people wouldn't support me. And they've been so supportive. Um, and you've been so supportive, of course. But it's just been so cool to see women rally around other women. I don't know. It's just very cool. I'm happy. I hope it, ha- I hope it lasts. Okay. <laughs> Lostandfoundapothecary.com. Check it out. Yeah. And um, yeah, we should get to some Let's of our… Let's get to some questions. Our reader letters. Um, okay. So um, first one. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I'm curious to get your opinion on a situation that has boggled the minds of my friends and myself. There's a bit of a backstory, so bear with me. I met this guy about nine years ago. We formed a mutual group of friends and all spent a lot of social time together. After a couple of boozy nights, we slept together. Nothing changed in our dynamic. We remained friends and continued to hang out until the group slowly dissipated in a totally normal way. About a year ago, I bumped into him at a coffee shop and we had a quick hello. Later that day, he sent me a message on LinkedIn, weird choice, that's her words, not mine, commenting on where I was currently working and asked that we grab a coffee to catch up. Totally normal, and I figured it had something to do with work, slash asking for a work hookup, etc. I was out of the country at the time, so it didn't happen, and neither of us followed up. A month ago, he messaged me again, on Facebook this time, and asked to get together to catch up. This time I thought, why not? He's totally lovely and cute. We switched to text, same numbers after nine years, and once we determined when we'd be meeting up, there was a lot of back and forth. Cutesy texting, in my opinion. A single woman in my late 30s, I started thinking, hmm, maybe there's something more here? So we met up. We had a great time, lots of laughs, easy conversation, a little boozy. It was a perfect date, except for when he told me he had a girlfriend, which is fine, really. I had a moment of disappointment, but I honestly was not expecting anything other than a great catch-up with an old friend, and that's what it was. Since that night, which by the way, was a Friday night, which kind of let me down a path of feeling datesy, is that still a thing? Asking someone out on a Friday, or am I old? 
We've continued to text a bit. Again, cutesy undertones to everything. Here's the question that's stumping us. Why? Has he been thinking about me for nine years and how much he missed being my friend? We talked about work and he's super successful and busy, so he wasn't trying to get work out of me. He has a girlfriend, so he's not trying to date me. He just wants me in his life. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty fucking great, but no one is that great. Thoughts? Love, B. I like that B's quite realistic, which I is great. I love B's attitude. I'm pretty fucking great. Yeah, you are. So what is this? Is this a situation where we look into things and look for more answers than there are instead of just taking things at face value? Hey, two people connecting, just being friends? Or I don't know. Is there something more well, I think we all, saucy going on? Yeah. I don't really think there's like anything going on. Um, specifically, I don't think there's anything going on with this guy. Like, I don't think he even knows what he's doing. Well, I want to put together, like, the clues as if this was an investigation. Okay. So, they have slept together before. Nine years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They run into each other. The first time they make plans, it doesn't work out. Then he initiates again a month later. On a Friday night. And then they make plans on a Friday night. And it's, Which, by the way, I will say to our reader, a Friday night is very suspect for just a friendly date. Right. So that's one circumstantial piece of evidence. It feels like a date, but isn't because then he drops in his girlfriend mm -hmm. on the Friday night non-date. And then they keep texting, but they haven't seen each other since. Right. And the texts are cutesy, borderline flirty, but not too overt. Right. Right? Yes. See, these, but this is what I'm saying. It's all very confusing because I don't think this guy actually knows what he wants. Does he want a piece of her ass? Maybe. Because she's fucking awesome. Because she's fucking awesome. Yeah. Is he unhappy in his relationship? I don't know. Maybe, but not so much so that he's not about to drop her name during a date to make things clear. Um, so it's, I, I feel like it has nothing to do with our, um, our writer B. Like, she's sound. She's awesome. She knows what's up. She's level-headed. I think it's this dude who's just fucking juggling a bunch of bullshit balls in the air. And so how can we, how can we like get into his mind when I don't even think he knows what the fuck he's doing? Right. So that's why I'm just sort of just like, why not like just pass on the grass on this dude? Yeah. Like I, I think that you're right in the sense of if you don't really know and you don't have a good clear vibe on what this is. And if you have a little bit of a suspicion, even though it's like pea size at mm. the moment, mm -hmm. that it's something but you don't know what it is, I'm not sure what he's adding to your life right now. Mm -hmm. Other than confusion. Yeah. Because that's what he's like passing on his confusion to you. Like you clearly didn't miss him. No. And you clearly have like a great life and you're fucking awesome. And he clearly has a girlfriend. So, so do you I need another know. friend in your life? Be probably not. You seem like you're doing good. I don't think you need this, like, confusing aspect in your life. Or are we overthinking it? Well, no, I'm not overthinking it because I'm saying there's nothing to think about. Like, fuck it. If there's nothing to think about, why shouldn't they just keep texting? Because then that – because she's, she's level-headed and normal. He is not. So, you know, if he keeps on texting these cutesy things, of course she's going to start to delve deeper into it and be like, oh, what does this mean? What does it mean? It means nothing. He's nothing. So why not just cut it off and, like, wait for another nine years? Who cares? I, I just don't feel like he's serving any good purpose in her life. 
Well, let's just clarify. B, you are that great. So let's not doubt that. But I mean, that's the thing here is that because you're that great, why waste time on somebody who's, yeah. Exactly. Giving you cutesy undertones. What's cutesy too? Like now I'm nitpicking on this guy. Well, I, she did send me two, uh, two images of um, intera- like a text interaction with them. Like is you want to see emoji? it? Is the emoji guy? There's a smiley face. There's a smiley face. And there's a, there are some like, okay, here, I'm just going to pass it to you. Okay, let me see these cutesy texts. But see, they're also just, all, they're cutesy-ish. And I guess they kind of imply something. I mean, you feel free to read them. Just don't read the, na- the actual real names. <laughs> Wait, oh, okay, so, um, okay, looks like we made it. Oh, he, like, is, he, he, he's giving her, like, lyrics? So they, song lyrics. I guess Facebook tells you when you've been friends for however long you've been friends for. So I guess in that text, right, it was like, oh, we've been, Facebook says we've been friends for nine years. What were the song lyrics for? Well, he's just trying to be cute, right? That's the cutesy. We've made it after all, right? Is that what the fuck it is? Looks like we made it. Is that? Looks like we made it after all. Is, is that, it, is it? I guess so. I don't know. See, look, I don't even know what the fucking lyric he's dropping. How the fuck else are we going to figure him out? See, now that, now that I'm looking at these texts, I feel like it's pretty innocent. Oh, okay. Like, I think that maybe he just wants to, he just likes her as a friend and wants to be friends. Okay, why? What? I don't know. I didn't what, what think about. Well, why don't you explain what you saw that made you feel like I that? I don't think that's super cutesy. I think that's just friendly, like actually just friendly. Okay. Like when when she was saying super cutesy, I was like expecting super cutesy cheese, like hey hey wink wink, let's do this or okay, whatnot. Right. But this seems pretty standard, like a standard exchange. There's nothing nothing to me in those texts is screaming undertones. Okay. And how about coupled with the Friday night drinks and catching up? I don't know. Like, you tell me. Or like I said, we're old. So is that still the standard or can people just meet up for Friday night drinks? I don't think so. I feel like Friday night and Saturday night are exclusively, especially when you're single, bang nights. Like you want to go out and get your groove on. Are they bang nights when you're in your 30s, though? And you're single. Yes. How old? Is 30, like, 90 to you? No. It's just that, like, you know, I feel like you have a whole lot of life when you're 30. I feel like with dating apps and whatnot, a bang night is any night now. Like, Tuesday night, to me, is more suspicious than Friday night. It's like (laughs) midweek. Fucking, I need something to get me going. Midweek dates are for, like, 20-year-olds. 30-year-olds still have dates on Fridays and Saturdays because they have a fucking career. Really? Because I feel like I, I feel like in the, in, in, in the space that I'm occupying right now, I always hear about people just going to meet up with their like platonic, you know, opposite sex friends just for drinks on Fridays and Saturday nights. And how old are they? And then you have like sleepovers midweek. Sleepovers? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about, okay, you're talking about single people. Yeah. Okay, what, how old are these people? 20s, 30s? Right, well, on like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, quite, Friday, There's yeah. quite a range. Anyway, maybe, th- maybe we just need people to tell us. <laughs> totally. We <laughs> need to call Are Fridays and else. Saturday nights reserved for banging? When you're single. 
That is the question. When you're single, looking for love. But he's Friday- not single. He has a girlfriend. So in theory, he could see her wherever and he's just like, oh, it's a Friday night. I'm going to go see my friend. Right? I don't know. Again, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like B. I don't want to be deciphering clues that are not even real clues. My whole summary here is he doesn't, I, I, if, if B's feeling a bit wiggy about what's going on and it's actually taking a lot of her time, she's spending a lot of time talking about it with her friends. She's having, you know, she's trying to, again, figure out what these text messages mean. Fuck it. Fuck it. Who, why are you spending this much time on somebody who has a girlfriend? Do you, it just comes down to, do you want to be his friend? If she's happy with being his friend, then continue on. But if she deep inside kind of feels like she has a hankering to suck his dick sometime, it's not going to happen. Well, she doesn't say she wants to suck his dick. No, but she would have sucked his dick probably on the Friday night before he said that he had a girlfriend. (laughs) Anyway, we haven't helped at all. (laughs) We've just added to the chorus of confusion. But thank you for this dilemma (laughs) and making us feel young again, B. (laughs) Or Or really old. old. Um, okay, next. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. All of my girlfriends have turned into judgy Puritans since marrying and having kids. So I don't know who to ask about sex, specifically about getting me some. Okay, well, let's, let's try not to be judgy Puritans, Sasha. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. I'm a divorce attorney and see so much infidelity that I have sworn off relationships for a few years. Until last year, this wasn't a problem. I had my friends and family for emotional relationships and a few guys in rotation for whenever I needed to scratch that itch with a man, not my vibrator. I like you already. (laughs) Last year, I moved to a new firm in a new city where I know no one except the very vanilla married guy in the office across from mine and my matronly bosses, both female and male. More importantly, I haven't had sex in a year and sorry for this graphic, but I need you to understand the need I have. My pussy needs to be pounded in a pornographic <laughs> manner. Hey. All right. Hey, it's been a year. This is your like fucking spirit animal. This I chick. know. It's been a year. Your pussy needs to get pounded. I get it. I would love to pull up Tinder and take it for a spin, but I don't use social media and Tinder requires a Facebook account. Does it really? Who knows? I don't okay. Know. We're old. Also, I can't really have my picture on a hookup app. Unfortunately, I live in a conservative city. If my picture got out, it could have professional repercussions. Ignoring the blatant sexism I endure professionally because I have a vagina, said vagina still wants. What are my options? Thanks, ladies. Your advice would be lovely. Well, shit, I don't know. Like, where is it that you live where… Um, is it that small towny that you can't even get on Tinder without being Because I feel like it's… Online dating is a pretty acceptable form Absolutely. of dating right now. Yeah. But the thing is, she doesn't want to date. She, she wants, just wants the D. Yes. Like she doesn't, girl. she's she not out to, to have a relationship. Yes. She just wants, yeah. To scratch one out. Which is, yeah. well, which is such a shame because it's like, hey, how about this then, right? Because people do this all the time. Can't you just sign up for a Tinder account, but you just put a different picture of yourself? Find one that's like sort – like I guess you're kind of catfishing, no, which is kind of weird. she says it's connected to your Facebook account. So then you have to create a whole fake Facebook. 
well, I guess you sometimes have to go the distance for some D, right? Like if you wanted to do that, because that's really, I mean, as you said, um, online dating is like the thing to do. There's nobody who's single that's not really on that stuff. Um, but I guess if you're not willing to do Tinder or whatever, whatever other dating apps are, then you got to go fucking old school and hit up a bar. People still fucking go to bars and fuck, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I mean, that seems like the the most natural thing to do at this point, especially if you're not going to go on Tinder. Well, I mean, do you want, though, I mean, she she makes it sound like the place And it's also that, not bad. She just wants to fuck. Like, this isn't like she's planning out a murder. I know, but she's a professional who works in a, like, a firm and… All the fucking people in the firm are goddamn tight asses. Yes. So I I would imagine that she doesn't want to like bar hop and have it get back to people in the firm that she's, you know, tr- like cruising for D. Yeah, but there's no other way. It's not like you can phantom a dick inside of you. She has to go and get it. She has to go meet somebody. And that means if you're not going to fucking do Tinder, then you've got to do some legwork and actually go somewhere where there are fucking dicks laying around. I… I, but you said something about like um, creating some distance. What about literal distance? What did I say about creating distance? You said you used the word distance, did and I? Then I like focused in on that. Oh, you said something about creating <laughs> distance and using a different picture or something like that. Oh, I was saying you that say? you could you could put a different picture of your of yourself on Tinder, and then that way you kind of are anonymous, but you still get to fucking do some swiping. Okay, I feel like we need to do a little bit of research on this, but. Why don't you, why don't we do Tinder, but actually use the distance? So next weekend or in a couple weekends, fucking go three towns over or book a plane ticket. You are a young professional, it sounds like. Oh, I, think I know you where can, you're going. This is smart. Yeah, this is smart. right? This is smart. So let's say, for example, you pick a city that is not so fucking tight ass and Puritan, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, go to Chicago. Let's just pick Chicago. Yeah. Maybe Chicago is, we don't know where you are, but maybe hopefully there's a city like Chicago, which is like about an hour airplane ride away from you. Yep. Take a trip for yourself one weekend. You can also do some, some shopping and then set up your Tinder account while you're in Chicago. Well, no, this is what I, my wonderful, like awesome hairstylist who's 20 was telling me that she was planning a trip. So she made her her geograph, her, what is it? Your geograph tag? I don't know. Um, but before she was going, two weeks before she went on her trip, she put her profile and situated her GPS in that city that she was going yeah. to. And so she lined up a whole bunch of fucking dick before she landed there. Exactly. Yes. So this is what I mean. And then so if you geogate or geolock your profile to Chicago, let's say, mm-hmm. then shut it off or shut it down when you get home so that anybody tindering at home in your tight-ass town won't be able to find you. Right. And then in Chicago, you can store up the dick. Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, go yeah. for a three-day weekend or and whatever. log it up. Log <laughs> it up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Book one for Friday. Book one for Saturday. Book one for Sunday before you get back on the plane. Jam it in there, and then you're good to go for the next three months. And yeah. maybe do this once every three months. This trip for yourself. Yes, I agree. That's the that's the short that's the short game plan for sure. If you're looking like as I said, if you're a hungry girl and you need to eat, go to the big yes. city and get your eat on. You don't want a relationship if but, your town is as conservative as you say, and you can't really uh, what 
shit where you eat or eat where you're shit or whatever, yeah. <laughs> then yeah, this is, yeah, this is the alternative. It's so cheap to fly like to, I don't know, wherever, one town over or yeah. one city over. Yeah. Nobody's going to know you. But I also think it would be interesting for her to also um, see where a lot of this judgment's coming from. I'm not saying that her small town isn't judgy full of tight asses. But maybe she has some judgment herself about the whole Tinder thing and is kind of using that as an excuse. So it'd be worth her while. I don't know. I, don't I know, know if a woman who says my pussy needs to be pounded in a pornographic manner is a like… But the other half of her is, is a judgy. No, the other half of her is super corporate. So I'm just saying for her to check herself that maybe her judgment about Tinder is more wrapped up in herself as opposed to the other people that she's surrounded by. I'm just saying it's a fucking option. Yes. Because realistically, you can't always fucking, you know, stock up air miles so you can get your fuck on all the time. Like, sometimes you want to do it down the street. So if she's not willing to go on Tinder, that's why I'm saying put in the legwork and go to a bar. Like, you got to, like, still, you know, ideally you want some shit close to you in your radius. So… I do think that she can do both at the same time. I don't know, man. I've heard about this small town bullshit, especially now in this I mean, climate. did she say she's in a small town? Well, no. She, she just she says, said, like, the in a new city where I know no one except the very, like, I mean. Yeah, so branch out. Go explore this new city. Explore what it has to offer. There's got to be a nightlife of some sort. There's no corporate fucking businesses in, like, you know, fucking corn town. I don't know. I'm making this shit up. I'm just saying that she should go out and still explore her options within her fucking two kilometer radius whilst also jumping on a plane and getting international dick. How unethical is it to like sign up? Because Tinder is straight up for dick, right? Like or for one. Lots of relationships though. Right. But how unethical is it to like sign up for like the legit dating sites where people are looking for a relationship and then you meet that person and you're just like, hey, can we fuck? Oh, I mean… <laughs> Like, most people would probably be pretty stoked. Like, is there somebody who would… I mean, she's straight. So is there a dude who'd be like, oh, no, but I was thinking of, like, dinner first and… No, I don't think those people exist anymore, unfortunately. So, I mean, is that unethical? Like, what is it? Plenty of fish or fucking I think whatever? different dating sites are known for different things, Right. Like, yeah. people go to Match.com if they actually want to have something long-lasting. But I'm just saying, like, it's more above board yes. to sign up in yes. this conservative yes. town yes. where someone you know might come across your name on this above board, I'm looking for love yeah. website, and then you wouldn't have to feel shame that yeah. way if they're going to shame you. And you can, you know, front like you're looking for, for love. For love. But then Meanwhile, when you meet the person, you can be like… Hey, so how about let's just get a room? Yes. So there's plenty of options. For yeah, her. but I'm asking about the <laughs> ethics of that because, like, I think and I think most people are down. Most people are down to fuck. Really? Yes. Okay. Even the people who are in relationships want to fuck. Oh, oh my god! But I feel like I bet you because of this because of this conservative fucking. Uh, tight ass town. I bet you the people who are on the legit romance relationship long term love are also, website yes. are all doing that yes. as a front. Yeah, like it's sex laundering. You know, <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a way? Yeah. Anyway, I hope that helped you. Please, I would love for you to go out of town and do a thing yes. though. Like that would just Thank be, oh, do it for yourself. It's so being in a city by yourself. Yeah, and do it like if you do this, do a different city every time. 
like maybe Chicago one time, and then you could do New York, and then you can branch out and LA. go London. Yeah, yes. London, London, England. So many hot dudes in London. Go there. Go there if you can. Yeah, and and then you could like Stockholm. Why not Sweden? Even more beautiful people. I live think there. this is. Look, you are single. You don't have dependents. Why not travel? Fucking travel. Fuck. Yes. Fuck, Fuck and, and travel. travel. <laughs> Literally. Can you please keep us posted on yes. this? Like, uh, make a fuck travel diary. Yeah. We'll um, read it. Okay. Lainey will whack off to it later too. <laughs> okay. Um, last question. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. Love the podcast. I have a friend dilemma to ask you about. I grew up very close to the four daughters of my mother's good friend, Barbara. They ranged from five to ten years older than me, and we were very close. I'd say we were essentially like sisters, except… Oh, wait. I'd say we were essentially like sisters, especially during my preteen and teen years. I'm in my mid-twenties now. My relationship with these four girls has disintegrated. My mom and their mom were business partners. When I was in high school, things started to go downhill with the business because of financial mismanagement on Barbara's part. My mom stuck it out for about five years because she loved Barbara and her family and this company that she'd been working on for literally 25 years. In the end, my mom just couldn't stay on this position where her contribution wasn't valued and where her input, even as equal partner in the business, wasn't taken into consideration. It got very messy from there, accusations from Barbara that it was my mom who tanked everything and Barbara shit-talking my mom to clients, some more fucked up things too, but you get the picture. This was all going down when I was in my second year at university. I would have hoped the daughters could keep what was happening between our moms separate from our relationship, but they couldn't. Or Barbara forced them to cut ties with me. She could be very controlling and demanding. They blocked me on Facebook, stopped answering calls and emails the whole nine yards. I haven't had any contact with them since. A few years have passed, and I heard through mutual friends that two of them have gotten married and one is pregnant. I've thought about reaching out to them, but I'm just not sure if I should. I'd like to try to have a relationship with them again, as they were once so important to me. Or is that just setting me up for more hurt? I mean, they cut me out. That seems to be a pretty clear indication on where they stand, right? But I also know how controlling their mother is, and it's a strong possibility that they did that just to appease her. But then that also pisses me off, because what the fuck? Couldn't you see that maybe taking this out on me is a shitty thing to do? I get that people can be dragged into stupid family shit, but come on. I was 20. I looked up to them. I admired them my entire life, and just as innocent in all this as they were. Anyway, what should I do? Reach out or not? And if not, how can I start to let this go? I'm not going to lie. I miss having them in my life. In spite of everything, they were sisters to me for over 20 years. Any advice you would have would be so appreciated. Thanks, E. Oh, E. E sounds like a lovely person. Oh, E. Oh, E. So E wants to reach out yes, and to these people to these- who cut her off and who clearly um, – have a shady ass mom, but you have to remember in their eyes, she's their mom. She's not shady. Right. They've got her back. Yeah. It's also hard too, right? Because these girls, um, there's three of them, right? Four. Four. Sorry. There's four of them and they're sisters. So they don't really probably miss E as much as E misses them, right? They have each other. Yeah. Yeah. So that always makes it difficult. I don't know. For me, for me, I really, like I for me, I would reach out. For me, I would reach out with the full knowing that it might not happen, that they still might carry resentment towards uh, myself and my mother or whatever. Um, but I would reach out because I feel like that's her instinct. I feel her her instinct is she misses these girls. 
She wants to be looped back into um, their life. And, and you never know, right? Maybe she'll get one of the sisters who will be like, yeah, I actually miss you too. And I really, that was really fucked up. I'm sorry for doing all those things. And it could turn out really nicely, but you won't know unless you try. I, I, I would go for it. How do we prepare her though for like a very real possibility of being broken again? Well, probably what would happen most likely is they just will um, not write back, right? That you probably just won't get an answer unless they're really vindictive cunty cunts and then they write you back something vicious. But most likely you'll get, you'll get the hint because nothing will come back. Right? Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm worried about with E. Like, this is so raw for her still, clearly, after all this time. She still thinks about these people. Mm-hmm. She still misses them. Like, this is a gap in her life. But and she's so, not going to stop missing them. She's not going to stop feeling that gap by not saying anything. That's still going to still be there. And so in reaching out, if there is a rejection, does that, like, does that undo all the minimal healing she's done so far? I mean, it's been so long, right? Mm-hmm. So in theory, it's not as fresh as it was when it just happened, and she has come this far. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Like, I get what you're saying because you're saying that E's instinct is that kind of person to reach out. And she's feeling those things right yeah. now, right? That's not going to go away. She's missing them. She thinks about them. Um, clearly, she hasn't come that far, right? Which is normal because these people were such a big part of her life. So I don't know. I, I think that… Why not be the person who wants to override all the bad things that happened and reconnect again? Like, that's a normal, nice thing to do. You're the normal, nice person in this. And ideally, they will respond in a nice (laughs) reciprocal manner. If they don't, then you now know they've always picked their mother's side and that, you know, their hearts are black. (laughs) I think that E, I think obviously… Definitely Sasha's way is the kindest and most, I mean, life is not worth it unless you try. Mm-hmm. And so it is the path of trying um, and courage. I just want to make sure that you think you're ready for what happens if you're rejected. Um, if you then will have closure. Because mm-hmm. that's it, right? It sounds like E doesn't have closure. Right. Like, she hasn't moved on. But they've moved on. sometimes pain like that is closure, right? It'll hurt if they don't write back. You'll feel bad, I guess, right? Obviously, that's yeah. natural. But there you'll have… You'll really have your closure Then you'll point. know it's dead forever. Yeah. Then so, you'll so, know. Yeah. So I think that's good. Like, prepare yourself. You're a big girl. You might, your feelings might get hurt a bit more, but you'll be fine. And you'll be um, even more fine to know that these people are not that… Not as great as you probably had hoped… Um, that they were this whole time, you know? So it's like you don't really lose out on anything. The only thing you do is have a possible gain, which is having their friendship um, and a relationship back in your life again with these girls. The other option is you still win because you don't have these horrible people in your life. I I, I think that that's easy for me. (laughs) It would be easy for me to just say, reach out. I Yeah, I'm trying to play it out. That's typically not my… And that, the reason why is because, as you know, that's typically not how I, my DNA is wired, yeah. right? Like, for me, my anger would still be like, I'm on my mom's side, and then you people treated me like this, fuck you forever, yeah. assholes. So I'm trying to But then see you would it. get over it, right? 
You're right. I'm trying to see it from E's perspective, and she clearly hasn't gotten over it. Mm -hmm. But if we played it out, and let's say it does work out, it's still then you either have to be prepared for the rejection, or you have to be prepared for some kind of like weird phase of your friendship. Like, do you guys sneak around your moms? Yeah. Like, then does it become an illicit friendship? Are you… Because Barbara is obviously… A witch. A big-ass cunt. <laughs> yeah. So they would be going against Barbara's wishes, probably, in becoming friends with you again. So all of you would still have this thing, this weirdness, this awkwardness. So I think that you you probably have already, but we just want to reiterate for you, you have to explore all the possibilities and avenues. One possibility is that… They don't think about you like you think about them mm-hmm. and you're going to have to find a way to move on and yeah. um, build a new family. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, people I consider family, I only met in my 30s. You, mm-hmm. Sasha. Yeah. Duanna. Yeah. Like some of the people who are closest to me now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find branches um, that become the tree of your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Later on, it doesn't always have to be rooted in childhood. Yeah, so, so number true. one, prepare yourself for that possibility. Number two, prepare yourself for the other possibilities of it might not be exactly the way it used to be because it can't be. Yeah, because it's majorly awkward. Yeah. There's still some awkward bits and in there. And sometimes what, that's what we do. We try and recreate feelings yeah. of the past. Like you might want to go back to that time when you were like a young girl and mm-hmm. you skipped all over – you skipped over to their house and like got in your pajamas and you guys talked about things and opened their fridge and had marshmallows. Um, It's not going to be like that. No, because people are like get bitter as they're older. So it probably won't be as magical. But still, there's a wistfulness in each tone here. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, which is fair. So that's nice that you've you've given her some reality because that's true. Those are her options and those are some of the outcomes that could happen. But are we not in agreement though that she should still do it? I, I agree with you that she's not me and my personality type. So you she wouldn't is, do that? You wouldn't reach out? Fuck no. For fear of rejection? Not, I, I just don't see myself as being wistful and lingering like that. Okay. Like I'm, I'm of the type who like when you're dead to me, you're dead, dead to me. Okay. Um, however, that speaks to my shortcoming, right? right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so… That's probably why in a zombie apocalypse, nobody's going to come check on me. No. No. You're fucking dead. (laughs) Even my husband's going to (laughs) take off. (laughs) So E's personality type is not me. Yeah. Which is why, yeah, I agree with your advice because she operates differently. Yeah. I operate like you, Eve. The majority of people do. So (laughs) the advice here is go do it, but then also take Lainey's advice too, which is that you might get hurt in the end, but that's okay. That's okay too. It's never bad to be prepared. No, that's true. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. And thank you all for listening. And check us out on iTunes and Google Play. And keep your questions coming to Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. Bye. Bye. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 